0: welcome to another episode of for the love of sports my name is michael raziel and this is a show where i get to talk about sports i get to talk about business and i get to talk about everything in between my incredible guest today is jason fox he's the founder and ceo of earbuds he's also a former nfl athlete he was an offensive tackle for the detroit lions as well as the miami dolphins founded earbuds in 2017 and just uh I don't know exactly how you say it, became a part of Techstars, is now involved with Techstars for 2020, which is uh, pretty incredible or has been for a little while now, uh, which is pretty incredible and always have have had a couple people on the show that are part of Techstars and they're doing pretty damn well now. So hopefully it's me, hopefully it's Techstars, hopefully it's a combination, but we'll see how it goes. Jason, how you doing today, buddy?
1: Good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Pleasure is all mine. So the first question we have for everybody on for the love of sports is why do you love sports so much?
1: <laughs> oh man, I could, it's a good question. I could talk about that one, uh, for a while, uh, you know, from as young as I can remember, there's been a ball or bat in my hand. I played every sport in the world you could imagine growing up and probably the most competitive person you'll ever run across, uh, in high school. I think I'd, I made it a game to see how many sports I could let her in, <laughs> and so uh, I just I love being able to compete, uh, and that's such the amazing thing about sports is uh, you compete to win. You don't always win, but you learn from it, you improve, you iterate, you get better, uh, and, and then you go out and get a chance to do it all over again. Um, uh, but but outside of that, I think I think sports teaches so many valuable lessons. Um, you know how to work well. Um, you know within a team, how to lead, how to follow, how to work with a bunch of uh, people with different backgrounds than you do. How to overcome adversity is a big one. Um, and a bunch of real world life lessons uh, that can be applied. And and it's just a special place, like the locker room, and you know competing, especially in a really, in the the ultimate team sport, like football, uh, you know, competing uh, with your brothers. um, And and there's no quite feeling like that, leaving it all out there on the line and especially sharing a victory in the locker room after you did. So it's just an amazing thing. Uh, Sports is, uh, has created so much good for the world uh, and it's it's able to unite cities and towns and states into 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 rooting for their team and um, it's uh, I don't know that that's several of the reasons why I love sports but uh, yeah it's and, and sports has done so much for me and opened so many doors so I'm just super thankful to to play as, as long as I did
0: I love it man yeah I think you know obviously sports teaches people a lot right like as you said you know discipline and hard work and working with others learning to lead learning to follow i think a lot of that it you really don't learn that in too many other places than sports right especially as a kid where you're are you going to learn how to lead and follow and do all these things unless you you know you're in a like an interesting kind of class situation or a school you're not doing that every single day as if you were playing sports um and so the next question i have specifically for you and some other people but i'm going to talk i'm going to use you right now Jason, I have to know, is the U back?
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I get that question all the time. It's
0: it's not. You don't have to answer it. I know it's not not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I'm just busting balls.
1: Yeah, I I wish. Um, You know, I committed to the University of Miami. They were ranked third in the country. Um, And then I I must have brought the program down because ever (laughs) since I got there, they haven't been the same. But, uh, yeah, it's... You know, recently last year they won a few games. Um, but I'm I'm hoping they get back to, you know, top five or going back to national championships here, Sam. I,
0: I hope so, man. I mean, I'm not a Miami fan. I just kinda like dogging on people, uh, just because it's fun, right? Uh, I used to be a Penn State fan, not so much anymore. I don't know if you heard some stuff happened not too yeah. long ago. But um uh, <laughs> so I pretty much just agnostically love college football and love everything about it. Uh so no real rooting interest. I just love I ask p- people from Texas that question all the time too. So don't worry. Uh, you're not being singled out, but no, man, I, th- I think it's really impressive. I mean, going to college at, at, you know, Miami, the U that, you know, so much pageantry and everything around it. I agree with you. Hopefully they do get better because that's a fun when Miami's it's like baseball and the Yankees, like baseball's better and the Yankees are good, right? You at are either have someone to root for or against the same thing with Miami people either loving them or hate them. Um, hopefully they just kick the crap out of Notre Dame a couple more times and I, I think we'll be good. To go there, um, but on to you a little bit more. So you go to Miami, offensive tackle, spend some time there. You actually went to the NFL as well as we said before, offensive tackle for the Detroit Lions for about four years, and the Miami Dolphins for a couple. Um, you know, we offensive line is a a thankless position, right? Your people only know your name if you're like one of the best or if you do something wrong. Uh, that whole middle ground of just guys that are good, unless you're known on your team uh, and your fan base, you're not really getting any of that love. What was it like playing in the NFL for six years? It's not like you had a cup of coffee. You were there for a pretty long time. What was that like? And, you know, what did you learn about yourself along the way? Again, six years is, is, is a significant amount of time.
1: Yeah, thanks. It, it, was, a, uh, it was a dream come true. I want to start with that. Um, when I was six years old, I told my dad I was going to play in the NFL. and uh, I'm not sure if he believed me at the time. Uh, but that was, uh, that was my first ever goal that I can remember. Um, and I was, you know, I was somewhere either in the, the mediocre side or the, or the, or the, uh, the ones that everybody hated for getting holding calls. But, and so, but yeah, I was, I just kind of took the approach to, to grind it out and last as long as I could. I had, uh, several injuries, um, that I battled through. I never really got hurt until I got to the pros but it felt like every year just more and more injuries started piling up. It's a very violent game and, um, your body starts to, you know, stop being 20 forever. So, uh, you start feeling injuries and it takes our seeking longer to recover, but it, it was, it was an amazing experience. I played with, uh, some amazing guys. Um, you know, I, played with Calvin for four years and he was just inducted to the Hall of Fame. So that was a pretty cool experience. And I played with some amazing teammates and learned a lot for some amazing coaches. And, uh, it was, it was just an amazing experience.
0: I'm sure it was incredible. And again, you you probably learned a lot along the way, right? The, the whole draft process, uh, playing, you know, getting cut, getting traded, getting moved, going to another team. Uh, What, like if you could encompass that in just a couple minutes, like the, the, you know, you talked about injuries a little bit, which sucks. Like, it's just something that, you know, it's really kind of out of your control. If you were doing everything you were supposed to, what, what was, what were the ancillary things like? What, what was it like? Again, that draft process, what was it like going from the the lions to the dolphins? Uh, just some of those weird things that, you know, people don't really, you don't really talk about that too much unless it's, you know, one of these star quarterbacks like messed Stafford. Now, now everyone's talking about it, but no one really talks about, you know, those uh, lesser known players going from team to team and kind of being shuffled around a little bit.
1: Yeah. Happy to talk about that and just stop. If I start going too long, no, uh, please. And, and speaking cool. of Stafford, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for him. Uh, Cause I also played with him for four years and uh, obviously I know he loves Detroit, but this is a new opportunity for him. So I hope he has the, the best of luck in, in LA, but uh, yeah, I, I told you I didn't get hurt in college until my very last ever game. I blew out my knee. So pro tip to any uh, college athletes that want to get drafted, don't do that.
0: Mm. Uh, Write that down, kids.
1: I was, I was, uh, you know, a lot of the mock drafts had me going in the top couple of rounds and blowing out a knee. I didn't do, I didn't participate at the combine. I just went to interview a pro day. And my agent told me just to jog the 40 and just show them that it's healing. And I s- sprinted it just at the competitive thing coming back again. It was really the first time I ran on it since I blew out my knee. And it proved itself true because I tore my hamstring. I didn't even finish the 40-yard dash. I had, Like 20 yards in, my hamstring oh, no. popped on the same knee. And my agent told me you went from being a you know, first or second rounder to maybe undrafted, And so that was, I, I don't think I got one week of sleep that night. It was a, it was a long process, but uh, thankfully uh, you know, I, I was blessed to get drafted in the fourth round by the lions uh, draft day was, you know, every pick felt like a little dagger into my side, but once the Lions picked me, it didn't matter anymore. It didn't matter if it was in the fourth round or if it was earlier or later, it was just, A door opened um, and it was was an opportunity and I realized, hey, you know, I've been thinking about this for, you know, 15 years uh, about playing in the NFL and I'm finally going to get that shot. So it was it was amazing. Uh, My time I went I played in college, as you said, in Miami. So going from Miami to Detroit was going from tropical, beautiful weather to at the time detroit was you know as rough and i'm going to say as rough as it ever been but it was right right after the financial crisis mm-hmm. and detroit was hit hard and so miami and detroit were polar opposites in every way and going i didn't own a coat in miami <laughs> and then i literally had to wear one 9 out of you know 12 months in the year in detroit and so it was a it was a different experience but nonetheless it was an amazing team great group of guys, great group of coaches, had a lot of fun. And then um, when my time was up there, played four years. And then as a free agent. I went back to Miami and played a couple more. And uh, again, it was an amazing experience. I did learn the business side of sports. It's every level up you go from high school, you kind of, there's, mo- there's more business and politics involved It like, uh, but um, uh, you know overall it was it was an amazing experience
0: yeah i'm sure and you know i have a couple questions that tie into that um in a little bit but i'm guessing you know with with your experience in the NFL and and how you were able to you know as you said kind of fulfill that dream that you said when you were 6 years old you were going to get the opportunity to play in the NFL and it came true you know speak that shit into existence right i guess like how how did you know you said you learned more about the business side of the NFL how did being in the NFL help prepare you to start your own business. Was that something that was on your mind? Was that something that you knew was going, was that another thing that you spoke into existence? Like you kind of had this idea and you've been sitting on it while you're in the NFL, just kind of waiting for it to pop.
1: In a lot of regards. Yes. Um, and then did, NFL did help me in more ways than one. Uh, the first was the stars kind of aligned. I, uh, when I went back to Miami to play for the dolphins NFL announced this program where they, you know, allow, uh, you know, vested players to go back and work on extra school uh, or any, any additional degrees. And they would, you know, pay a, a large portion of that. And so I was like, I'm back in the backyard where I went to undergrad and Miami was offering a very flexible NBA uh, program. I was like, I can go back and get my NBA in the off seasons and the NFL can, you know, help pay for that, which was, Awesome. And that's, you know, you know, the NFL helped through that um, to help prepare me for life after life after sports and uh, learning a lot in that NBA program and networking was, was super beneficial, but also just the other things I talked about earlier, like starting a business is tough. I joke around with people that, I mean, I used to think football was stressful, but you know, having a, a tech startup is, especially in the early days is uh, there's a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of banging your head into a wall. And, um, you know, metaphorically speaking, and and so like football, you really are banging your head against somebody. Uh, But all those same, all those same lessons apply. Like you face a ton of adversity. You know, I told you about the injuries I've had or uh, you know, uh, good games, bad games. Um, You know, there's games that I got the, the the player of the game and there's play there's games where I was receiving death threats because I had a holding call at the end of the game so you you learn to handle the highs and the lows but you just continue to move forward you continue to get better you continue to work on your craft you continue to try to level up uh and improve your game uh and I just took that same same mentality to business um whether you're Hey, this is our existing team. How can we strengthen it? How can I be a better leader? How can I, you know, serve these guys or girls? How can I uh, bring my craft uh, to the top of the game? When something bad happens, it's, you've, you've been through it before. You're like, I've blown out a knee before I've done this before it. You realize things do get better uh, and you, you can keep that same mindset without losing your cool, so to speak. So uh, it, it, There's a lot of ways and I give credit to that. And then lastly, I'll say one of the biggest things they give credit for the NFL for was the idea and the inspiration behind earbuds is I, you know, my second year I was watching Cam Newton warm up. He was, it was his rookie year. He just got drafted number one overall. And uh, he, I was five feet away from him while he was warming up and he just had his headphones on jamming and dancing and getting into a rhythm before the game. And, I was curious what he was listening to, but I thought more than that, I bet everybody in the stadium right now, everybody watching at home, uh, you know, he's an individual with millions of social media followers. How many people would want to be in his headphones with him or hear what he had to say? Uh, And that was an idea I could never get out of my head and seeing guys in the locker room, seeing guys getting off the bus, you turn on any other NBA, X Games, Olympics, the common thread was everybody had their headphones on and, I was like, what if we can make that a reality? And that's, um, you know, was the inspiration behind the earbuds is, you know, allow you to listen together um, to your, your favorite people, whether that's your family member, you know, friend, significant other, uh, co-worker, or if that's your favorite athlete, artist, or, you know, celebrity influencer to be able to connect and discover through music. And, uh, you know, that's what we're building.
0: I think it's such a, it's like one of those ideas when you hear it's like, duh, like, why has nobody done that yet? And then, you know, you kind of say it and it's like, well, that sounds awesome, right? Like, how cool would it be to be inside Cam Newton's headphones? you know, watching him warm up on the field, right? And then we'll take it a step further. I'm sure you guys are working on it, the VR experience, right? You can be in their headphones and in their eyes. That'll be fun, right? But um, we don't have to get too far ahead of ourselves there. I think, you know, it's it's that cool opportunity, you know, watching the X Games, as you said, and, you know, the Olympics, some of these snowboarders and skiers, I'm sure they're listening to music on the way down the mountain. How sweet would it be to hear what they're, rocking to while they're you know pumping backflips and shit like that just sounds like such a fun idea and then you go to the other end of the spectrum that weird dude in the office Gary who you know he's driving into work it turns out Gary's listening to Wu-Tang Clan on the way in then he comes in doesn't talk to anybody so you know it's it's like the two ends of the spectrum I think would be pretty cool to be able to take advantage of it and I guess like what is what is then the process like of you know thinking about this idea because everybody has a million dollar idea it's then the actual trying to execute it part. When did you say like after the NFL was over, like, I don't want to go get a finance job or sell medical devices like everybody else that comes out of the NFL. I want to start my own business. And this is what I think will, will be the best thing for me.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it just to kind of touch base it's or, or kind of close the loop on that. Uh, you know, I thought of it watching NFL quarterbacks and and snowboarders during the X games and, you know, and now Patrick Mahomes has been live mm-hmm. on our platform before every game, including the two Super Bowls, which is pretty cool to see it kind of close the whole loop. And even X game and snowboarders, snowboarders, we've had 10 or 12 professional snowboarders, including Mark McMorris and Danny Davis as they're winning gold medals uh, in the Burton open and, and X game. So uh, it, it's really cool to see it in life and in action and seeing people all around the world tuning in to listen along, which is
0: pretty that exciting. moment. Cool. That is awesome, man.
1: Uh, and, and, and to, you talk about the process, it's, it's a long process. Man, I was so naive coming into this. I was like, oh, we're just going to build an app and, mm-hmm. you know, six months later, we're going to sell it and be living on a private yacht somewhere. But not really, but it, it <laughs> the, the amount of work and the amount of time and the amount of just grit and determination. And we're not even there. We're in the third inning. Like we have, we, we want, we have such bigger admirational plans where to take the business. And we're, we're seeing some early signs of success and we're seeing some product market fit and we're seeing some usage and uh, a lot of signals from the market that this is why, which is, which is really exciting. But I mean, we still have a long way to go and we're three years in. So it, it, things just take time. Um, you know, at first we were trying to get the streaming services on board. We were able to convince Spotify first and then later Apple music. And then most recently we signed up Pandora and Amazon music as well, which is, uh, exciting for us because we're their first private API partners, uh, for both of those companies. Um, and then getting the music industry on board and how, how do we do that? The, from the content owners, the artists, like show them how, this is beneficial uh, and that we're a value add to them and we're not competing with anybody. Uh, and then lastly, you know, probably where the hardest part is, is um, providing an amazing user experience. That's a pivotal part of every person's day. And, you know, how we fit all those puzzle pieces together is uh, we're starting to, you know, the puzzle piece, the puzzle is starting to come together. So, uh, like I said, it's an exciting time and we're excited for the future.
0: Maybe you can start seeing that yacht pretty soon. I'm crossing my fingers <laughs> for you, man. I think that would be pretty awesome. And, and again, I just think it's such a fun idea, right? Like how, um you know, how, how music, other artists, right, can jump on this. Obviously, athletes. I mean, we've seen, you know, other companies start kind of like those athlete-curated uh, playlist, but that's not the same thing, right? That's just some dude being like, "Here are my ten favorite songs right now," or her, or some some lady, you know, athlete, or, their or manager. Or, yeah, exactly. Or it's you know, who do I have a relationship with, or who does my, you know, my agent works with this guy. Let's get him some, you know, that kind of thing. um Because the 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 music industry is really interesting, especially with like TikTok and all that shit that's going on there. We don't need to get too deep into that, but it's just really, I mean, that's not you know how how legit is it, right? Like how I heard this song three times, but hearing. Patrick Mahomes literally what he is listening to while he is warming up for the Super Bowl that is another level experience like that is to the max that's not just 10 songs he picked out just for fun one day or or as you said his manager picked out this is some you know in-depth like that is as close as you're going to get because some people many people hold music in the absolute highest regard and especially getting ready for the biggest game in the entire world at once doesn't get any higher than that right
1: Right. And, uh, you you know, you touched on so many great points, um, of why this is challenging and and what some other brands and companies have done is just posting music. Um, but we're, we're really different in three major ways. And and the first one is, uh, but actually before I say that, I think what you were saying and our number one core value is authenticity. Like, yeah, if someone posts something are they really listening to that or is that what they got approved by their manager or mm-hmm. even selected by their manager to post and hey they got paid to put that on some list i mean in the music industry yeah. you got to be careful but you know we're actually allowing people to tune in to your favorite people and it's authentic because that's what they chose and that's what they want to listen to and we're, we're pulling back the curtain so to speak to you know, give you a a sneak peek at another aspect or another element of their lives uh, and a vertical that's really never been shared before, um, which goes into what I was about to share is, you you know, what makes earbuds really tick uh, outside the authenticity is, you know, the real-time aspect, uh, but also the cross-platform. You know, we're the only platform in the world where Spotify users can listen along with Apple music users and soon Pandora and Amazon will be in that mix where any platform, no matter what, can tune in and listen together. And then also, unlike those other ones, there's no social element to it. You can't interact, you can't provide feedback on the song, whether it's good or bad, like, Hey, we love this or Hey, go to the next song or it's, it's a, you know, we are the social element where you can even hosts can even talk over their streams. You know, whether if Patrick wants to come and say like, hey guys, appreciate you warming up with me, or if it's an artist and be like, hey, I wrote this song because of X, Y, and Z. It's just another intimate layer um, that none of uh, by just posting a static playlist accomplishes. And so that's really the biggest opportunity. And that's what we're trying to get across with the, uh, the intimate uh, authenticity piece that we're trying to provide.
0: Yeah. I mean, if everyone's bullying Patrick Mahomes to go to the next song, I don't, I don't like that. ass. No, I'm kidding. Of course, but it's, it's pretty cool. Right. As you said, there is a social element to it that you're obviously not going to get anywhere else. The, the cross-platform integration is, I mean, considering how in competition these companies are to, convince them to do something like that shout out to you guys uh, if you could get uh google music or uh youtube music whatever the hell they're calling it now that's what i use so if you want to get those up to date uh would definitely definitely appreciate that
1: Th- that's and- the next one on the list
0: <laughs> love to see it man you love to see it and i guess with um you know with this being around for a few years now what are some of the ways that you've seen earbuds which again uh, i haven't said it yet but an absolute adorable name little double meeting there. I love it. What, um, what, how have you seen the company evolve over the last three, four years almost? And, and as you said, you have so many, you're only in the third inning. Now I'm sure when you got, when you got to the second inning, you're like, shit, we're so close. And then you realize like, wait, there's all these other things now we can start to do with it, which peeled back the onion a little bit more. So how have you seen the evolution and how have you seen the opportunities come alive over the last three, four years?
1: Oh man. Uh, you're spot on by the way. and, And great question. Thanks. Uh, you know, I tried to prepare myself. I really did. I went and got went you know, got my MBA to learn about this. Networked. Thought I did all the right steps. As you can see behind me, I read. You know, so many all those books up top are basically to how to launch tech startups uh, and, and and the do's and don'ts. And I read. I think all of them but you still don't learn it until you go through it, Mm -hmm. right? You don't learn the challenges uh, of managing a team or uh, when something terrible happens. Uh, And and we've had, you know, oh no moments uh, so far where, you know, one of our partners totally changed the way their back ends works. That changes the way we have to work and we have to iterate Um, or, you know, something big that was supposed to happen falls through. And, uh, it, there's just so much you didn't know. I had, I had such a hard time raising money, um, or even more than that, even asking for money. Like I was like, I was so nervous to, you know, start doing that. Now I, I do it accidentally. (laughs) It just comes out in conversation. Uh, so I've gotten more comfortable with it, but just the personal growth our team has gone through, the personal growth and what I've learned in the process uh, of what's really expected. And all of that is credit to not towards me is credit towards the people around us. Our, our, we have some amazing investment partners. We have an amazing team. We have an amazing uh, advisors that continue to add value and bring resources and knowledge and connections to the business, which keeps leveling up uh, you know, each year. But um, you know now we feel like we have a good understanding and a good foothold of where the opportunity is and and where we're going and so now it's it's come down to execution
0: and so with the within the actual app itself so you kind of talked about you spoke about it a little bit right like you can listen along with Patrick Mahomes while he's he's warming up for the Super Bowl you can listen along with you know how whoever is on your platform i guess how how does it work though like talk talk to me a little bit about the user experience as you said you can kind of say hey next song kind of thing but where where is the interaction what is that like what was it like getting athletes and convincing them and saying hey this is this is cool I know you told me specifically you guys don't dole out money to have people come on the platform uh, hopefully I'm not breaking any news here but like it's it's cool that you can have someone like Patrick Mahomes come on and and you know want to be a part of this it's just another social platform right so talk to me a little bit about how like, the actual how earbuds itself works from the consumer standpoint.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, when you download the app, you just you sync your one or more of your uh, music services, Spotify, etc., um, and then you create a profile, and then you can start browsing. Whether and we can, we can people search for music in so many different ways. Uh, in our app, a lot of people search by curator basis. They want to search by athlete, or they want to search by artist. Uh, so many people. You know the, the more typical models to search by um, genre. So we 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 made a sorting and filtering where you can discover the music you want. And we you know been always iterating on recommendation engines around like, oh, you like so and so, you probably also like this other person's music, or if you came in for a baker, check out Gronkowski, uh, or whatever it may be. Um. and and really just try to.
0: I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Could we, we could have been listening to what Gronk was listening to while he was on that boat parade the other day. Did I miss that?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if he was live on the boat. parade. That would have
0: been amazing. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I apologize for cutting you off. I just had to know.
1: You're good. You're good. That, that was a, yeah, that was pretty fun to follow on, on uh, social media, but uh, yeah. And so, you know, can just discover through. If you're listening along live, you can, you know, the host can talk. They can add images. They can be interactive as they want. And there's all there's always a HQ style chat where people can interact, provide feedback, say they like that song. Users can save songs, send songs, DM songs, save songs back to their platform or whatever they they want to use. And if that session's no longer live, uh, whether it's a celebrity or you know their significant other. They can still go back and access it. You can go to anybody's profile, uh, and it archives all their content where they can still go back and replay songs or re 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 engage, uh, with that stream. And you can even leave comments retroactively like, Hey, I love your song. Like, you know, if you heard of this artist too, I mean, you people can, uh, you know, just interact around the music. Uh, And what's really exciting is, like I said, we just added DMs now too. So now you can chat and interact, but you can also send songs, uh, to all your friends when you're, uh, when you find them.
0: That is I, I think it's just super like just super interesting. So for me personally, as I said, I use YouTube music because I watch YouTube a lot and I hate commercials. So I said, screw it. I'll just kind of buy the whole bundle. And one thing that I've actually really enjoyed is kind of finding playlists that just other random people have made and just kind of listening along and see what's see what I like and see what I don't. And then, as you said, there's the algorithm that suggests more. I think it would be even cooler, though, to then be able to you know, listen along with a person live, send them a message and say, hey, dude, this is awesome. More shit like this. And, you know, that that encourages them to curate more music and put it together, even if it's not a celebrity. It's just that, you know, Gary, again, listening to Wu-Tang what, on his way what, to work.
1: That, I, I love that Gary example because it's so <laughs> funny. It, even in the, or especially in the early days, like a lot of my friends, you know, got on the app and I'd see what they were listening to. And sometimes it's what you expected, but a lot of times it was like, this super straight-laced guy is listening to this hardcore 90s gangster rap or, you know, this really tough guy, Musclehead, is listening to, you know, you know, really teen Alanis girl Mortis poppy said, yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what is going on? Uh, and you just realize that it's, it's uh, you know, music used to be something that kind of people held closer, but If you look at even on Instagram stories, 32% of Instagram stories are either either talking about music or have music attached to them. So like people are trying to share their music taste and what they're uh, 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 what they're listening to, and we're an expression of that. Um, you, You had you had another point. I forgot what it was though.
0: I don't know. I, okay. I just kind of say stuff a lot. So sorry, this hasn't been completely spot on. And I guess so uh, before before we get out of here, I know, again, you were talking about advisors. You were talking about having people really in your corner. Again, I think it's such a cool idea. There is no Android app, correct? Because I thought I looked.
1: Android app is launching in cool. March, at the top of March. So uh, stay tuned. If you go to our website, earbudsmusic.com. There's an Android's waitlist. You can just drop it in there and you'll be the first to know.
0: Love it. So Android and YouTube. So I, I'm kind of way behind. So we'll see. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I get this by like June. We'll see what happens. But with, um, you know, with a lot of these things coming down the do you pipe... have
1: Amazon Prime? I do. So with our Amazon music deal, it includes Prime users. So when, oh. when Amazon launches, you'll be able to use it through Prime.
0: Cool, cool, cool. All right. So I'll have a couple different ways to go about it. That's awesome, man. Happy to hear that. That's fantastic. So I guess with... um. With the advisors and everybody in your corner and and agreeing that it's a really cool idea, I know you've become, you know, after a couple of years, became a part of Techstars. I've had some people on the show from tech startups that have gone through Techstars and now are just doing some incredible, incredible stuff. What was it like when you were accepted to an accelerator program like that? And what has the experience been? You know, I think it's been a little over a year. You guys have been involved with it. What has the experience been? And how have you seen again, like it's called an accelerator. How have you seen the actual business accelerate over that period of time?
1: Yeah. So we went through it roughly a year ago. Um, okay. and it, it's not just, it's a three month program, but you're still in it. Actually there's a tech stars meeting tonight, uh, with, you know, my cohort that went through it together, mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, interact, catch up and see how we can help each other. But, uh, um, it, and the, <laughs> at least the cohort I went to, I went to TechStars Austin, which we were based in Austin and they, they hated the term accelerator, but, really what they were what tech stars did for our company and it's they they do a lot for other companies and you kind of like take what you really need some companies need more guidance in other direction than or other areas than others um but they they are really helpful helping you drill down to this to simplify your business to its ultimate Ideally North Star one metric, like, hey, if we can move this metric, it's gonna move it forward. Now, how do we do that? Because when you're running a business, everything goes wrong. Uh, you know, someone can't make it because they're, you know, uh, their son or daughter sick, you know, someone has to go to a funeral, like, you know, tech you know, uh, updates get delayed, this, that, everything else. You you gotta answer you gotta fill up new contracts, you gotta deal with legal stuff. You, I mean, you, there's all this like noise, that's just always present and going on. And if you spend all your time dealing with the noise, the business just stays flat. It's like, how do we spend the most of the time on the things that matter? And how do we move the metric that moves all the metrics? And let's, let's, let's simplify that, you know, like, you know, we like, day one, we had to like, present our like business model and financial model. And I presented like this, super like there's 27 tabs and they all fit together like this. And they're like, this is way too complicated. Like you need to get it to where it is a plus B equals C and just get it simplified and figure out how to do that. And it was super helpful going through that uh, because they said with all this stuff going on, there's, that's just more things that can go wrong. Like simplify your business, figure out how to move it, easily, quickly, and most important, most important, repeatable, where you can, when you need to flip on the switch again, you can, Uh, which was, which is super, it seems super obvious, but it's not when you're in the middle of it. So that was, that was extremely helpful and uh, super thankful to Techstars and, you know, really proud alumni of it.
0: Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard they do great things for a lot of good people. So I'm, I'm glad you were, you're you able to take advantage of that. And again, they were able to simplify everything and hopefully you've been able to take advantage of it and move forward with that. But Jason, this has been awesome, man. I sincerely appreciate your time. I think we touched upon just about everything. So I'm excited for uh, come March, 2021, only about a month. Oh, it's like two weeks away, halfway through yeah. uh, February already. So in a couple weeks, I'll make sure I'll get on that wait list. Where can everyone go if they want to follow you or learn anything more about, uh, earbuds.
1: Yeah. If you want to, our, our social handles are earbuds music at, uh, on Instagram, it's earbuds live on Twitter, uh, and then earbuds and then just earbuds in the iOS app store and soon Google play store. So, uh, and, and my social handles, Jason box 70.
0: Love it. I'll make sure to have all of those in the show notes, but sincerely, man, appreciate your time. This is absolutely fantastic. Love learning about your business. Love learning about your, uh, your NFL career a little bit too. So appreciate it, man.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Thanks yeah. for having
0: me. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.